then I was like, ooh. Oh, fuck. All right. So yeah, you can so start whatever. Ladies and gentlemen that are old enough to enjoy the sport that we love, thank you for tuning in to another heavy-hitting episode of the Couch Cornerman. As always, I'm D, and I'm here with my co-host, David, and we'll be your cornerman for over the next hour, giving you only the hottest and the realest takes on the fights inside the octagon, outside the octagon, and as well as our takes on just some everyday like shit. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and if you don't have time to give us your ear, you can steal our stanky memes from our meme pages by the same name. As we already stated, this program is for a mature audience, and there will be excessive profanity conversations about violence, drug use, and other mature themes. So let's get the fuck into this. First off, before we even start, just want to uh, just want to address uh, the fact that we didn't have an episode last week. We got a little tied up. We're a little bit busy, and then we were also working on actually restructuring the whole kind of podcast. Um, but uh, just want to apologize for that. But um, I'll let uh, I'll let D touch on kind of the the new structure we're we're given here. Yeah. So. What we got coming for you guys is two shows a week, so you guys will never be short of the Couch Cornerman. We're going to be starting a post-fight show for you guys, uh, maybe Sunday, Monday the latest, so that you guys aren't waiting almost a week to hear the best takes on, on, the, on the internet, on the interweb. Best takes you will ever hear. Point is, you're not going to have to literally the best. Week. You're not going to have to wait a week for them anymore. This isn't going to be old news. You're not going to have to hear our takes and then catch up and watch new cards. As soon as that card drops, as soon as you see our stanky memes, you're going to hear our good takes, and you can steal those and share them with your friends like they're yours. As well, we're going to have a weekly show every Friday. That's going to drop right before the new card. So again, you can steal our amazing takes, the best takes, and you can show them, and you can drop your money, and we're, we're, going, to, we're, we're going to win you money, and you're, and you're going to be the coolest among your friends because you're going to have the best jokes. You're going to have the best. Courtesy the coach corner. You're going to have the best jokes and you're going to tell all your friends how to make money. Um, I prefer instead of you like stealing our jokes for yourself, like you can, you totally can, but I prefer if you just like put your friends onto us instead of stealing our jokes. But if you can't put them onto us, if you'd rather steal our jokes, I'm we're fine with that too. Honestly. Kind of a dick move, but I guess go for yeah, it. Like think about us first. And then if you're an asshole, like, it's whatever. Steal our jokes, but do it still. I don't know. Either <laughs> or. At least do one of the two. At least steal our jokes or, you know. But um, yeah, we're going to we're going to get right into the uh, the, the uh, card that uh, we have coming up on Saturday. It's uh, UFC 265. Uh, Derek Lewis versus Cyril God. I'm fucking like so pumped up for this fight and i have no idea what's gonna happen like at all no fucking clue um i do no you don't i already know i already and if you listen to this podcast you already know what he's thinking um (laughs) (laughs) but let's like let's kind of get into the actual fights um we are trying to keep our our episodes like shorter um so you're gonna see like maybe try and hit under an hour for for both episodes that we have coming during the week so we, we're gonna speed through kind of the the undercard um fights we're gonna pretty much give you every fight 
Um, and then, you know, big fights we're gonna that we have like a big take on. We're gonna we're gonna hit you with it. But um, like starting right at the bottom of the uh, right at the bottom of the list here, uh, we have uh, fight number thirteen, which is Johnny Munoz versus Jamie Simons, and that's a bantamweight fight. Should be a good one. Uh, Johnny Munoz is ten and one versus uh, Jamie Simons, who is seven and three. Uh, so you know, you never know with uh, you know the the first fight of the night um, could be an absolute fucking war, and uh, that's what you tend to see because these guys are trying to make a name for themselves. Um, going right into match twelve, you have Melissa Gatto versus Victoria Leonardo. That's a flyweight fight. Melissa Gatto is six zero and two, so she's putting her undefeated streak uh, on the line against Victoria Leonardo, who's eight and four. So that's match twelve. Match eleven, we have Miles Johns versus Anderson Dos Santos, and that's another bantamweight fight. Miles Johns is eleven and one. He's a he's he's kind of a beast. I, I like watching him fight. He's he's pretty exciting. Um, and he's fighting Anderson Dos Santos, who is a, a veteran of fighting. He's got he's got 29 pro fights. Um, so, you know, it'll be it'll be fun to watch the uh, the the exciting fighter versus, uh, you know, the fighter who has lots of octagon time um, match 10. We got Manel Ca- Manel Cape. It's Portuguese. I don't know if Cape, if that's how you say it, but um, hopefully we'll, we'll learn it right. But for now, I, I don't really know the name. Um, and then he's fighting even weirder of a name. Ode Osborne. Odie. Odie. Odie Osborne. What a fucking sick name. Uh, he's 9-3. I like you. Manel Cape is Fifteen and six should be a, should be a good one, but that's a, mm. a flyweight. I think I've seen Manel Cafe fight a time or two. I, I like his energy from what I remember, but uh, I'm not going to speak too much on it because I remember literally I think one fight. So I don't want to call him a, a, a heavy-handed striker. He's a fucking wrestler and had a good fucking night. Yeah, if he, I I think I remember him being on a card recently, like within the past couple months, maybe. Like I, mm-hmm. I swear we've recently seen him fight. Um, but anyways, flyweights are always exciting nowadays. They're fucking quick as fuck. Exactly. And, people, uh, people like those, those quick guys. People won't see punches and bunches. They, exactly. they, they, they like, they like the, the Nganus, the fucking gorilla strength, no racism. But, um, <laughs> but uh, you said it, not me. Yeah, right? I, <laughs> why did I say no racism. I can say that, that was D. <laughs> <laughs> I can say that. <laughs> but you know, people like the big power shots. That's what everyone's expecting uh, Saturday. But um, you know, people also like seeing the the, the fly weight guys. You know, that move around quick and bounce around the cage. Yeah, I fuck with them. I like watching yeah. them. Yeah, they, they were they're, boring they're, at a time, but you know, now they're, you know, they're exciting. They're fucking exciting. Um, after that fight, we have a women's strawweight fight uh, between Carolina Kowalkowicz. Um, she is, you know, she's, she's had better days. Uh, she's 0-4 in her last four. Um, but I remember a time where she was a fucking animal. Um, she was sick and, and she's fighting Jessica Penn, Penne, uh, Jessica Penne. She's coming off a win. 
Um, Penny Bolognese. Yep, there you go. <laughs> she's coming <laughs> off a win. Um, she's she's two and three in her last five, but um, she's you know fought for the title. She fought Joanna Young Jacek, lost. Uh, she fought Jessica mm-hmm. Andrade, lost. So she's lost to some fucking big names, but uh, she's coming off a win. That, that, that's experience. That's experience, and and you know what? Um, this fight, I have no fucking clue who's gonna win. Um. Jessica Penne, she's like I said, coming off the win, so she's got some momentum. But Carolina Kowalkowicz, man, she's she's uh, you know, she's got to get a fucking win here, she, otherwise she'll be zero and five um, in her last five. Yeah, and you have to think, you know, if she doesn't That's win the type this, of record to keep her in. yeah, she, if she, you have to think if she loses this fight, she's done in the UFC. Yeah. Oh and five. I, I haven't seen anyone stick around. Oh and five. Yeah. Yeah. People are talking about uh, Tony and whatnot, and they're oh and three. Oh and three, and some like people think oh and three is bad. Like yeah, you're, people you're think oh and three. Right you're, you're you're fucking washed. Get out of here. So oh and two. Connor Connor's oh and two, and people <laughs> yeah. think he's fucking washed. So you have to think like you know. I don't know. Unless Dana White's slipping it in. Um, you know, that's that's a tough one. So I'm I'm hope you know, you never want to see people get cut from the UFC. So I'm hoping she can get a win here. Um, just cause she is she is really fucking fun to watch and she's always uh, she always gets in wars. Uh, sorry, so quick I'm, aside, just because it super fits in right here. Speaking of getting cut, Nico Montano, fucking former champ, has re- recently got cut. Oh shit! Right, that that was that was a big cut. That one kind of hurt to see, but um, I'm hoping um, we see her somewhere else in a different promotion because she ain't over. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, that's uh, that's a tough loss for the for the fans for the OG fans. Um, next we got Alonzo Menafield versus Ed Herman. Now this fight's kind of sick. We got uh, the the semi big boys. We got the light heavyweights uh, going at it. Mm. Lonzo Menafield, big, I like big guy I with want a mohawk. To like. Big guy with mohawk. I, um, exactly, and and heavy fucking hands. Such such heavy hands, and the guy submits people too. He's coming off a submission win. Um, in his last fight, that was in March. Guy had a submission in the first round. A minute into the fight. Jeez. Hits you with a submission. Nobody only, fucking expected that. Um, only thing I want to uh, point out real quick, though, is the 30-fight difference. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a big fucking experience, uh, experience gap. Um, Ed Herman, he's fucking got a lot of fights. Almost, is that 41 42? fights? I think. 41 won no contest. Yeah. Fucking crazy, man. 42 fights in his career. Um, he's coming off three straight wins, too. Three straight wins. He's now 3-0 and in his last three. Um, how many times can I say he has three straight wins in a different way? Um, yeah. yeah, he's got <laughs> three wins in a row. Uh, and... Uh, you know, Menafield's coming off. Yeah. He's coming off a submission win. But uh, one thing I want to say about Menafield is that 
This is how you know the guy's a savage. He knocked out Paul Craig. And we know Paul Craig is a fucking killer. I never thought that guy could get knocked out. And there he is. If you don't remember, Paul Craig literally just stole uh, Jeremiah Hill's arm. He literally took his arm and put it in his pocket. He's the arm fucking snatcher. And and he got knocked out by Alonzo Menafield. So that's going to be a fucking exciting one. Um, I'm actually excited for that. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, it should be a good one. My money's on Menafield. Um, Same. I don't feel like uh, Herman, uh, again, with uh, 42 fights experience, 42 fights getting punched in the fucking face. I don't feel like his uh, chin's going to hold up anymore. And like we said, he fucked Menafield hits fucking hard. And obviously has a ground game. A little bit of a ground game, so exactly. You know, don't, he's he's at least competent on the ground. I don't expect this fight to go far, like at all. Um, after that, we have Vince Morales, who is nine and five in his professional career. He's fighting Draco Rodriguez. Draco Rodriguez, what a fucking sick name! He is. Yeah, I like it. He's three and two in his last his last five. He has two fights. Sorry, one fight in the UFC and he lost um, his debut. That was back in February of this year. Um, he's a he's a contender series guy. So he he uh, won his contender series fight. Dana White said, "I fucking like this guy." Yeah. Comes yeah, in. We know those guys can fight. We know those guys come out to swing. Exactly. He comes back. Comes in, first fight, takes an L. Not mm. a big deal. He's looking to bounce back against uh, Vince Morales. He's 9-5. and five. However, he is 1-3 and three in the UFC. Uh, he used to fight in Bellator. Um, he was a Bellator guy. Um, but so the real champs come. Exactly. 1-3 um, in, in the mm. UFC now. Two straight losses. Um, both of these guys are hungry as fuck. Um, so this should be a good one. That's another bantamweight fight. We uh, got a lot of lower tier bantamweight car- uh, fights on this card. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe one, maybe some of them can uh, one of those fights can put one of the fighters on notice, and you know, maybe exactly. hopefully one of them gets a big push. I'd like to see Sean yeah, O'Malley. Yeah, either way, we're going to see some big shuffling in the bantamweight. Oh yeah, I'd like to see you know somebody at least come up and fight Sean O'Malley because he's only fighting cans as of right now. Um, so hopefully one of these guys put on a little show and, uh, cause you know, Sean O'Malley's not, not fighting anyone ranked. So, <laughs> so he's probably going to be fighting one of these guys next. Um, <laughs> after, after that, this is the, uh, this is a good one. So this is your prelim uh, main event main event for the prelims. Yeah. Um, we got Bobby Green, who I fucking like versus Raphael Fizia. Monster. Who is a fucking animal? Raphael Fiziev is a beast. So is Bobby Green. I really like Bobby Green. That guy's really fucking fun. Yeah. Um, but Fiziev, he's three three straight wins. He beat Hanato Moicano. Um, but he he hasn't fought since December um of twenty twenty. So it's been what about eight months? Um he's looking uh Looking to get back in there with a win versus Bobby Green. I like Fiziev a lot. Um, however, like I said, Bobby Green 
he's a fucking animal and he always brings a good fight, but uh, he's coming off a loss. Doesn't have any crazy notable wins. Just kind of a fun fighter to watch, in my opinion. But this fight is uh, this fight's a lock for, for, for money for me. Um, I think Rafael Fiziev is going to go out there and just put on a fucking clinic. Bobby Green, he's going to do what he does. He's going to come forward. He's going to throw a lot of heat. But uh, Fiziev, he, he's a beast. He's won three straight. Just beat Hanato Moicano. Um, knocked him out in the first round. Um, absolute fucking animal. He's a menace. Um this is this is a lock for me. Um, if you want to mm-hmm. make some money this weekend, I say put your money on Fiziev. In my opinion, I don't know if you have uh, another fucking argument to that, but uh, in my I opinion, my uh, lock is for the main card main event. Okay, I'll let you, I'll let you take that one away then. Um, we already know your lock, so you don't really have to explain it, but. Uh, <laughs> We'll, we'll, uh, but yeah, Raphael Fiziev versus Bobby Green. Put your money on Fiziev. Go to the bank the next day and, uh, be happy. You know, thank me. Give me 5% yeah. if you win. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Cornerman, take a 5%. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, next fight we got, uh, this is the first fight of the main card. We got your boy, our boy. China's boy, Song Ye Dong. Sick as fuck. He's got heavy hands for a bantamweight. Electric. Electric. Absolute like fucking firecracker. Um, I like him a lot. But he's fucking what I will also somebody say I like about the, About the, the past couple cards that we've gotten, I uh, usually the first, usually the fights are supposed to work their way up in, um, in, in, in excitement and electricity. And I will say over the past few cards we've gotten, the first fight of the night and the main card has been fucking amazing and has kept us fucking locked. So I don't know if I'm if I should be thanking Sean Shelby and the matchmakers or uh, somebody else, but however you guys are setting up these cards, keep doing these first fights the way that you've been doing them. Fucking amazing. I agree. Um, Yeah. Song Dong, sick. He's a, he's a beast. This is going to be a good fight. He's fighting Casey Kenny. He's fucking fun as well, man. He's a sick yeah, fighter. I, yeah, Casey. Unfortunately, Casey, I just like selling it down a little bit more, but Casey Kenny's not to be fucked with. I do. Ain't, ain't, ain't ounce of bitching him. Yeah, I I like this fight a lot. Um, Casey Kenny coming off. We all know he fought Dominic Cruz. Dominic Cruz bounced back, got the win. I wanted to see that. I'm sure we all wanted to see that, but sucks it had to happen to Casey Kenny. He's looking to bounce back against Song Ye Dong. I don't think he's going to be able to get it done. Um, both of these guys are going to be hungry as fuck coming off uh, coming off their losses. But um, it's either way. Um, whoever wins, they're gonna they're they're back in the win column. I just mm-hmm. we both just think it's going to be Song Dong. He's I think he's younger and hungrier. Um, still young guy. I think he's like twenty five or something like that. Um, Young as fuck, I think he's gonna get the win. But that that's it. Um, next fight we got Tisha, Tisha Torres versus Angela Hill. Um, actually, one thing I want to touch on on the last fight. This is a good underdog fight. Um, Sonya Dong is the underdog as of right now. Um, whereas Casey Kenny's the favorite. I think I wouldn't call this one a lock, but if I was gonna put money on an underdog, it would be Sonya Dong on this card. 
Um, so that's another another good. Uh, if you like spreading your money out across a couple fights, that's a good one, um, and that's a, a big uh, big potential money maker. Um, so exactly. So Great I would look the underdogs. I would look into that one, but uh, the the next fight we got Tisha Torres versus Angela Hill. I really like Angela Hill. She's such a nice, yeah. fucking kind girl. Um, super kind, but she's a fucking mean motherfucker in the cage. She's, Angela Hill is Roxanne Montefiore 2.0 for me. Like, just the nicest fucking person. Amazing personality. I really like them, except Angela Hill can fight and get shit done. I'm trying to think of who Angela Hill reminds me of. Roxanne Montefiore, I, I want to love her, but I just every time I root for her, she gets her fucking ass kicked. <laughs> <laughs> I want to love you so much, but why do you keep dying? Facts. <laughs> That's a fact. Um, Angela Hill, I, I like in this fight. Um, however, yeah, same. If I, yeah, if I got a pick for this fight, I'm, I'm picking Angela. However, Tisha Torres coming off two straight wins. She had a doctor stoppage win in her last one um, at the end of the first round. Um, she's a beast. She's tiny, cute as fuck. It's gonna be a good fight. Usually, I'm not super excited for some women fights unless it's, you know, the big dogs. But uh, this one, I'm I'm pretty mm. excited for. This should be a good one. Um, and uh, you know what? I'm going to let you take the next three away. Um. Just because I'll I'll let you uh, get some get some words in here, but uh, yeah, man, take away take away the next three fights. See, pretty much, I, I I got I got the words, and I got who's fighting, and I got the I, I got the 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 couch cornerman take. But some people want stats. That's what you're here for, stack guy. So I'm help me out guy. a little bit here. But you want we got me to Michael. Take it away? All right. But we got Michael Chiesa versus uh, Vicente Luke. Uh, both both guys coming out coming out. I don't know. What kind of win and loss records are? I'm a stack guy. I'll just do it. Uh, Michael Chiesa, <laughs> the man's coming off. The man's coming off four straight wins. His last three were all fucking boring. Um, Diego Sanchez, RDA, and Neil Magny. All those fights uh, to me were one long fight. One long, grueling fight. They were all the same thing. That- it, it was it was ninety eight UFC where they just put two guys in a cage and let the clock run. That's literally what someone, a fucking someone was. gives up. That's yeah, exactly Michael Michael okay, yes, he either he's either a super exciting grappler and he gets shit done, or he's gonna lay the fuck on top of you for three rounds. Like I yes. think there, there's no in between. Like he doesn't, you know, like maybe get some ground and pound and work and you know, do some stuff. He either just gets position and wins on points, or he knows what the fuck he's doing and gets a win. He's fighting a killer. Vicente Luke, uh, three straight three straight wins. He, we all saw what he did to Tyron Woodley. Um, that was oh fucking exciting. Guy oh brings a guy brings a fucking fight. The guy's exactly. always if, bringing a fight. If he works on his takedown defense, he's he's he has his outed. Like he's gonna like get KO'd. It's gonna be a fun fight. I the way I look at it is Michael Chiesa, he's not going to want to be in there with Vicente Luke for, for long. So I think we're gonna, we might actually see a, a pretty exciting Michael Chiesa trying to go for those finishes um, on the ground. But 
if Vicente Luke, uh, if he can stop Kiesa's takedown, then it's going to be a fucking tough night for, for Kiesa. Um, I'm thinking Vicente Luke. He is the favorite. Um, and I agree with it. Um, Vicente Luke should get this win. However, Michael Chiesa can just fucking grind him. Just take him down, hold him there, and that's it. He can do that. And that's how he's going to get the win if he, if he does. Um, but, uh, but yeah, um, that's all I got for this fight. D just cut out. So we're actually going to do a brief little pause here. Just bear with us and we'll be we'll be right back. There he is. All right. That's a very brief pause. Um, we're back in action. We got next we got fight number two. We got Jose Aldo versus Pedro Munoz. This fight's gonna be fucking sick. I hope this, so. This is gonna be a good fucking fight. Um I'm really hoping Jose Aldo can get the win. I want to yeah. see him get get a big win here. He's he's coming off a win. Um, he's coming his last fight he won, and we all know that he you know before that he, he had some tough super, losses. I'm being super super fucking bold right now, and I'm pretty sure I'm just speaking from like an OG fan standpoint. But Jose Aldo is starting to give me Anderson Silva vibes. Starting to, but where I I really feel like I'm just rooting for him because I'm an OG. I remember WEC. I remember you know the fucking the glory days, and now that he's here, and uh, I, I I want to feel like he's the same guy. I think so. In my opinion, I think he's still kind of the same guy. He's pretty fucking young for a guy that's been around mm-hmm. forever. He's only 34. Very, very true. Very true. Which is fucked. But that guy is like, you can He's got see, mileage. He's got fucking mileage. He's an old 34. Exactly. He's an he's, old he's 34. The, he, he's 34 as if you've been fucking working in the restaurant industry. Yeah. For, 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 for five years. Yeah. For, <laughs> for more than two years, honestly. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, Jose Aldo, he's coming off a win. But like I said, before. Before that, he was 0-3. They were tough opponents. You know, he fought Volkanovski. He fought Marais. He fought Peter Yan. Um, lost yeah. all three oh, of those yeah. guys. Those They're not slouches, man. Like Peter They're Yan. not slouches, but when you are decorated as uh, Jose Aldo slash Anderson Silva, the WEC, or of, of the uh, flyweight division, when, when you have that kind of moniker on you, when those three guys beat you, I'm sorry. It it's still bad. Still bad. Oh, and three yeah, three losses in a row is never good. Exactly. It, it's like it's exactly like when fucking Anderson started fucking losing. He lost to Weidman, and you were like, oh, like I know Weidman's good. He's obviously fighting for the title. But if he just knocked out Anderson Silva, Anderson Silva's not that good anymore. Yeah. And that and that was and that was everyone's first thought. Not how good Weidman is, but how Silva has fallen from grace. Okay, yeah, I like that. Um, very true. He's fighting Pedro Munoz though, um, coming off a win as well. Who isn't a slouch? I don't. I don't want to take away from Munoz. Not a slouch. Yeah, Munoz is a beast. Munoz is an animal. He knocked out Cody Garbrandt. Um, 
And I want to say that's saying something. It was at the time in 2019. Yeah, at the, at the, at the time. <laughs> at the time it was. <laughs> when that happened, I I believe that was the fight where they were both just fucking swinging at each other, like no defense. And yeah, one guy had to go down, fighting a phone booth. One guy had to go down, and it was Cody. Um, but uh, we, we all know Cody ain't got no chin. Um, yeah. but he's, got, he's got an overeem chin. He's got worse, in my opinion. That guy gets clipped and he's done. I don't know. Speaking of Cody Garbrand, that's a piece of news I want to touch on real quick. He's making the official move to flyweight. Okay. It's been announced. Well, he's officially wow. he's officially moving down to flyweight. We saw what happened to TJ Dillashaw in flyweight. Guy had absolutely no chin, like zero. The guy got clipped and he dropped. We saw TJ Dillashaw. We saw TJ Dillashaw has a fucking jet on him exactly. in bantamweight. We saw him eat fight. some of the dirtiest fucking knees that anyone's anyone's received. Guy's anyone. got a fucking jet on him, but when he moved down to fight Henry Cejudo, got Henry Cejudo flicked him and he fucking dropped like a bag of hammers. So Cody Garbrand is gonna someone's gonna miss and just the fucking air he's gonna fucking buckle. <laughs> Yeah, Cody Garbrandt, he's in for a rough ride. However, Henry Cejudo was very big for a flyweight. He's a thick flyweight. Right, uh, he's a thick boy. Or was his, uh, everyone's retiring and still coming back, so he'll be back. At least. He'll, he'll be back. But so what, <laughs> what I mean to say real quick is um, Cody Garbrandt, is going to be bigger than the guys he's fighting. Whereas TJ Dillashaw was just looked really small and fragile versus Cejudo. Ah. Garbrandt's going to be way bigger than Figueredo. I think he's going to mm-hmm. be bigger than Brandon Moreno. Yeah. Um, he's going to be significantly bigger than these guys. Cause those guys are true flyweights in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see. I'm excited to see what he does down there. He's going to bring some fucking knockouts, whether it's him or, or him knocking somebody <laughs> out. Um, One way or another, we're about to see some knockouts. We're going to see some flyweight knockouts when he's in there. But, but yeah, went off on a little rant there. This should be a good fight. Uh, like D said, we want to see Jose Aldo win. Um, we all do. Everybody. Maybe not Pedro Munoz's family and team, but <laughs> yeah. everybody else wants Aldo to win. And the uh, – fuck. If I'm thinking with my head, I think I'm still going to go with Aldo. And that's just because of the way these guys fight. Aldo's mm-hmm. just a techni- technical. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that's where he's going to fucking use the calf kick. Calf kick, calf. And, you know, I he's, he's going to use his vintage Jose Aldo. Exactly. I want to see oh, yeah. vintage Aldo. Like, that's it. I want to see vintage. Calf kick, stay at range, some Superman punches. Just like... heavy body kicks, too. I want to see exactly. it all. I want to see Munoz exactly. rumble. I, I want it vintage Jose Aldo. He finishes you with no headshots whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, literally, <laughs> literally. That's that's literally it. So that's your co-main event. That's a fucking exciting one. Did I say it? <laughs> We're getting into it. Yeah. <laughs> We're getting into it. Let's fucking. We we have different takes here. We the moment you... that I. Have been waiting for for eight fights. <laughs> you 
<laughs> would, get the fucking title you would shot. have sex with this guy, I feel. <laughs> you would you would let this yeah. man slip in between your cheeks. I'll let you yeah. take it away here. Derek Lewis uh, versus Cyril Gunn. Give us your take here. Cyril Gunn, if you have even listened to one episode of the Couch Corner, I am almost positive you have heard me talk about this man. Cyril Gunn, the fucking future of the heavyweight division. I... I think I've said it. I honestly, I feel like you with Conor McGregor right now. Like, I don't know if there's even a point in me and in, in me giving a take for this because anything I, I serial, he's technical on the feet, technical on the ground. He has leg locks. He's got he's got fucking submissions. Technical in the clinch, striking. He's got fucking kickboxing range. He's got clinch range, boxing range. He's the probably he's one of the most technical strikers the heavyweight division has ever fucking seen. Let me and let me counter this before you go too crazy. So Cyril Gaon has all of those case. things. Cyril Gaon has all of those things. But you know what Derek Lewis has? Hot balls. <laughs> yeah. He has hot sweaty. balls. Yeah. Sweaty balls. balls. <laughs> sweaty balls. Heavy hands. And that guy's got that guy's got sweaty balls, heavy hands. And nothing else. He's got nothing else. And he wins. The take I have seen the most, which I am actually, like, I was kind of like, yeah, funny joke. uh, I was a little bit pissed. But it's that Derek Lewis is going to see the most technical striker he's ever seen. He's going to get pieced up for four and a half rounds. Derek Lewis wins by KO, fifth round. (laughs) (laughs) I fucking, I love it. I love it. And I I'm, love it. I'm really fucking angry because it's uh, it's not that bad of a thing, considering what we've seen. It's gonna happen. Alexio Linick is super pissed at that take, right? Alexio Linick, he's pissed at that take. Alex Volkov. Alexio Linick does not want to hear take. that fucking take whatsoever. Yeah, they dominated the man for fucking two and a half rounds. Stood up and got finished. Alex Volkov, same thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Same fucking thing. Way more <laughs> devastating. Domination. Curtis, Curtis Blades. Blades, same thing. him up, shot for a takedown, and that was the last thing he remembered. The only guy who's never fucked up Derek Lewis and lost is Francis Ngannou. He just lost to Derek Lewis because he didn't yeah. do anything. <laughs> um, <laughs> I need Derek Lewis to win this fight because I want to see that rematch. I want to see Francis Ng- Cyril Gaunt can have his time, just not today. Not today. It the is. Black Beast is Man. winning this fucking fight. He's, the, we're about to see said, something you know happen. To... I, I think I'm ready for a title shot. And they went, all right, sounds good, man. Has August? Has Cyril Gaunt ever taken a punch to the face? No, Cyril Gaunt doesn't get hit in the face. That's exactly. Exactly. Amazing. That's why he's What if amazing. he does? What if he does Listen. Here? He's this man has zero seconds of bottom ground time. You know what that means? He's never been taken down. This well, man Derek has, Lewis like, ain't going to do it. He, he has, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> We're going like, to see. the second highest strike differential. This guy, is, he's insane. Like, even the speed of his strikes, this guy changes it up. He's, he's super educated. I, I I super enjoy this guy. I'm. It, it just so happens that he's a fucking heavyweight. I could have seen this guy anywhere. 
at any weight class and give you my new favorite fighter. But um, let's 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 go into what happens after this fight both ways. Cyril Gon wins. Yeah, okay. It's gonna be a fucking. We're gonna see Cyril Gon versus Francis Ngannou for the official heavyweight hmm. title. Derek Lewis wins this fight. It's gonna be what happens with Cyril Gon on steroids. We're gonna see a fucking electric factory. We're gonna see something fucking amazing if Derek Lewis wins this fight. It's gonna be a crazy knockout. He's gonna do his fucking blood He's gonna do his fucking right? little black beast it's fucking, fucking chest beat. His chest beat, slam yeah. on the ground. His wife knows what that means. He's said it before. Um, <laughs> we're going to see a fire fucking... We're going to see a sick-ass post-fight interview with Joe Rogan. If Cyril Gon wins, we're not going to see any of that. We're not seeing none of it. Um, going to be a sick fight regardless. Going to be a, such a sick fight. It's going to be an amazing fight, but I know if Derek Lewis wins after the fight, it's going to be way fucking better. It's going to be a lot better. Um, because yeah. post fight is going to be way fucking better if Derek Lewis wins. Mind you, they're in Houston, so if Derek Lewis wins, the fucking arena is going to be fucking electric. Like Derek Lewis, is they not they, they lose might in tear the fucking town. walls off. They Derek might Lewis, tear the fucking walls off. Derek Lewis might actually train for this fight. <laughs> <laughs> This guy actually might do his cardio. Like <laughs> Derek Lewis might hit the treadmill for this fight. Um, <laughs> he's not getting gassed out from his family. Yeah, this, this, guy's this, not... guy, this guy saw what happened to Masvidal in Florida, and he was like, "No, that that's the tape he's been watching. Not 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 serial gone. He's been yeah. watching Usman versus Masvidal <laughs> in Florida. <laughs> he was, he literally just watched that knockout every time, like on loop, and he said." Nah, that's not me. And that's all he's doing <laughs> for training. He's just watching that over and over again. And he's watching gonna... anyone get finished in their hometown. Yeah. <laughs> and it and he's saying, you know what? It's not me. The thing is, is I do not see Derek Lewis getting knocked out. No, I don't think Derek Lewis will get finished. At we all. might see him Cyril get subbed. I could see him getting subbed. Maybe. Could... Yeah, he if, maybe if Cyril Gon puts it on him and we see Derek Lewis get tired and he literally can't do anything because Cyril Gon can keep his distance, which is kind of scary in the later rounds because he's not gonna. We've seen him be boring when he has to be. Exactly. We've seen him. We've seen him f- fight to get wins, and he's not gonna bring it. He's not was gonna that just Rosenstrike? march. Was that boring. Rosenstrike was boring. Volkov was boring. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Volkov, um, yeah, Volkov wasn't exciting at all. Yeah. They were both boring fights. Um, but mm-hmm. he did what he had to do. He's not going to march forward on Derek Lewis. That's just not at all. Not at all. So he, if if he comes forward at all, he's going to come forward with a teep or that that long jab. So something to set it up, keep his distance. Um, he's, he's keeping his yeah, distance. That, this fight. That, that's super solid. I didn't think about that. If he uh, pushes the pace, keeps his distance. Into the later rounds, he could score a takedown and get the finish that way. But We've seen um, Derek Lewis get I, taken down fairly easily. Fairly easy, yeah. Especially once he gets tired, Alexio Linick showed yeah. that he's very easy to get taken down, but his sub-defense is, is pretty good down there. If, if the bow constrictor isn't submitting you as soon as he takes you down, your sub-defense is somewhat there. Yeah, Derek Lewis, what he does on the ground is he just holds you there so you can't. Yeah, he also has a thick neck that you can't Ezekiel choke, so. <laughs> exactly. Um, 
yeah, like I said, again, super excited. Um, you know, me and D have opposing takes here. Um, who's the fucking favorite? Let me take a look. Yeah, that's a beautiful question. Who is the favorite? That would be Cyril Gaunt by quite a big margin. Um, Derek Lewis is plus 280. That, I think, is the biggest the biggest differential on the whole card. Wow. It is. It is. That's the biggest. Wow. Cyril Gone is the biggest favorite to win on the card. Wow. I was not expecting that at all. Of, yeah, of all, of all the fights that I've heard so far, or even on this main card, I would not say Cyril Gone has the best chance of winning against his opponent. I don't like that. I don't. I don't like that, straight up. I that, think- that sounds like people throwing out 10-8 rounds for fucking anything. Yeah. Just, just because you really like something doesn't mean it's a 10-8. I don't like that. I don't just like that Just because you really like all. Cyril Gunn right now doesn't mean he's that much better than Derek Lewis. I really he, like Cyril Gunn. He could be that much better than Derek Lewis, but it's at the end of the day, it's Derek Lewis. You can be better than him, and you'll still lose. Exactly. You can like be, I, you can be way fucking better Cyril than Derek Gunn wins Lewis. by decision. So he's, he's either going to keep his cardio up and fight for 25 minutes, or I think he's going to get finished. We're going to see Cyril Gon get rocked for the first time in his career. Definitely. Tomorrow, or Saturday night. Definitely. Cyril Gon, I, I would like to – yeah, we're going to see him deal with actual adversity right now. Yeah, like, like uh, much like, Much like Brock Lesnar. He came in, he fucking dominated for a little bit, and then as soon as he got his first real punch in the head – you saw his fucking colors come out. You saw who the fuck you, what he was made of. Exactly. Let's. So let's, I, I'm, uh, I'm really hoping Cyril, my guy doesn't let me down and he is made of something good and he's not fucking looking all nice and hot bodied and French and light skinned. And mm, okay. I'm just kidding. Sus bus. Sus bus. Just kidding. Sus bus. That was sus. That was <laughs> maximum <laughs> sus. <laughs> That was maximum worse. But <laughs> maximum sus. That was way worse than my OSP rant. Just so everyone knows, I have a wife and kids, but um, nobody knows that. Right? Nobody. Everyone, they were like, that wait, this wait, what? Yeah, I don't even believe this guy. You're trying to you're trying to go over to France. This guy's you? talking about light skins right now. He's <laughs> <laughs> Right, but yeah, as long as 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 he keeps it up and pushes the pace, I don't. I feel like as long as he stays up on his feet, he won't die, and he'll win. Yeah, Um, as long as he stays up, he'll win. Yeah, like we got different takes. I got Derek Lewis. You got Cyril Gone. I like it. We're fucking. We were pretty. Some money. I think we were. Fucking, we had the same picks going into this fight, the whole card. Yeah, and this was different. This is this is different. This is for the marbles. This is. Let's start keeping a tally of who wins oh. the the cards. Let's do that. Yeah. Yeah. So this one, we'll just come bring it down to. We pretty much have the same picks. Whoever wins the main event. So if Cyril Gone wins, you're one and zero. And if Derek Lewis wins, I'm one and zero. Down. Let's let's keep a tally. Let's keep a tally. We're, we're keeping fun. the tally. Official couch cornerman tally starting right now. You heard it here first. Starting right now. Um, I'm writing <laughs> that down. 
yeah, let's get into some news though. Um, couple couple big fights um, that have been announced. I'll let you take away the news. You're news guy. Yeah, the, here we go with the news. We got uh, if you guys just watch Islam Makachev wrestle fuck and then submit uh, within four rounds, and now he uh, is gonna fight RDA. So Rafael Dos Anjos and Islam Makachev are next up on the docket in October. Yeah. In my opinion, we're going to see the same thing we always see with Makachev. Exactly. Uh, RDA what... can't fight these guys. Exactly. From, from what I've seen about RDA, he struggles big time with wrestlers. Big time. He can't fight these guys. Even, I think Kiesa even wrestle-fucked RDA. So... Big time. If, you, if Kiesa wrestle-fucked you, the guy with the chin strap and the Muslim last name, you're finished. He's going to wrestle-fuck anyone. <laughs> yeah. So he's definitely <laughs> wrestle-fucking RDA. Um, but I like the increase in, you know, the jump he's making in skill. Cause you know, as much as RDA's fallen off, he's still RDA and he's still mm-hmm. that name that everybody wants. Um, up and comers want to fight RDA to get that big win. Um, this will be Islam's first, I don't even want to say test. Because I think Islam's going to 10-8 every round. Like, he's going to dominate. He's going to do what he does. I don't think RDA's going to win this fight. Yeah, I think um, RDA pulling out some tricks to win this. It, most most of the props here goes to RDA for taking this fight. Nobody wants to fight Makachev. RDA <laughs> should not... Except Dan Hooker. Yeah, he wants to fight him. And I think that fight happens if Makachev wins. Ah, I think that's the next that. fight if Magachev wins. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. big fight announced. That's a big one. Um, exactly. I a like little it. bit older. Uh, announced a little bit earlier. Covington versus Usman 2. I can't fucking wait. I can't, I can't. wait to see Usman fucking finally just shut this guy there, up. If, okay, if, there we go. If we, You thought I was going Kobe? I, I, I honestly thought you might. What? What, is it because I'm white? No. Yes. No. Uh, you know no, I love I, Usman. Yeah, I, I just know back in the day, you, you uh, or a couple episodes ago, you were kind of hyping Kobe a little bit, but it wasn't over Usman. Never over Usman. Usman's Usman. Um, He's a fucking animal. Coven, Kobe, like I, I've said it before, I'll say it Corby again. Clovingland. You, you would have an amazing <laughs> career in the WWE. Like You, you know have an amazing fuck. career in the UFC as well, though. You, you know how to plug a promo bro you need to beat someone that's ranked top five in your past five fights that's what you need to do you, you need to Damn. beat someone ranked top five for the past five years and then we can talk about you having a good ufc career oh, for now you, for now you can plug good promos and go to the wwe with Ronda Rousey. oh shit and unless you beat kamaru usman then we'll talk but from what i've seen you are too busy writing your promos than training, so you're about to lose. Oh shit! <laughs> you hate this guy. Listen, that red hat has it. It just it just has some residual with me, you know. Every time I see the red hat, I just want to. Cyril God was wearing a red hat. It, what do you mean? Francis colors are red, white, and blue, man. What if Cyril God fucked with Trump? Yeah, th- th- this guy threw on a MAGA hat. 
What if he fucked with Trump? Listen, Colby uh, Covington would... has beat some fucking bangers. He's, he beat Damian Maya back in 2017. Listen, listen, 2017, he's fine in 2017. He was 2018 and up, Damian Maya, is where we draw the line. He was okay in 2017. Come on. <laughs> Damian Maya? Really? He was he was all right. He was a formidable foe in 2017. Come on. Listen, Kobe Covington. You you cl- I'm not even the stat guy and I found Damian Maya OG. beat Jorge Masvidal in 2017. We're going to talk Take about 2017 Masvidal. Masvidal was only like a year and a half. was only good because he needs one guy in the face. Okay, but then Damian Maya beat 2016 <laughs> Condit and Matt Brown in 2016. In 20, 2017. 2016 Condit? Do you know what just happened to Carlos Condit? <laughs> 2016 Carlos Condit, he beats. Beats 2016 Matt Brown. He's immortal. And he yeah, beat him. See, I didn't mention Matt Brown because I, I love Matt Brown. Fucking love Matt Brown. <laughs> and then Jorge Masvidal in 2017 loses to Tyron Woodley. Pre Kamaru Usman. Jorge Masvidal is like Kimbo, but with like one good fucking UFC knockout. <laughs> I I don't like Jorge <laughs> Masvidal, so I won't give him that he's, one. He's, he's, he's Kimbo with the, with the street cred, but he has one good knockout in the UFC. So listen, Colby Covington, he pretty much beat Jorge Masvidal by beating Damian Maya in 2017. So he jumps ahead <laughs> of Jorge Masvidal. He beat Tyron Woodley after everybody else did. Um, I was going to say, which Tyron Woodley? But Tyron Woodley for the past like three years. Man, Tyron Woodley is fighting Jake Paul like next month or later <laughs> this month. But he did beat 2017, 2018 RDA. 2018, 2018 RDA, RDA we, he beat. That we just talked about is about to get Russell fucked for his life. He 2018 RDA, <laughs> not 2020 RDA. He started yeah. it all. <laughs> RDA has lost to Kamara Usman, Leon Edwards, and Jorge Masvidal, and Michael Chiesa. <laughs> all right, he's beaten nobody. He's beaten no. Kobe Covington has beaten nobody. I'll give. Fine. Fine. He's beaten no one top five in the past five years. That's fair. I'm sorry, dude. He you, could have beat Kamaru. Kobe if, if there wasn't an you, early stoppage. You've already hit your peak. You are a gatekeeper for the top ten. Listen, Kobe Covington beat Kamaru Usman if, if there wasn't an early stoppage in that fifth round. <laughs> <laughs> Moment of silence. Just playing well, devil's <laughs> advocate here. I think just a correct moment of silence for that one. You have to take Kobe, in effect. You have to take in the last fight, though. Kamaru Usman and Colby Covington. Is a gatekeeper for the top. That was 10. the best yeah. fight I've ever seen. Covington versus Usman won. That was the best fight I've ever seen. Um, uh, you know what? I really don't like Colby Covington. That's what I'm coming to find out. All right. <laughs> 
I'll give him a fair chance against him. I'll give him a fair chance against Kamaru. He's Kamaru's only challenge in that division. Oh, you know what? Right now. And I will. I hear you, and I'm going to try and watch this fight. Just not hoping he's going to get lucky finish the entire time. Like I'm, when I'm this actually fight gonna... happens, you're not getting a take on the on the post fight. <laughs> yeah, you're not getting a take. I'm ta- I'm doing that one. You're not getting your take. I'm actually going to try and watch it objectively. You can't. Because you're going to be watching that fight, and you're only going to be looking at Kamaru Usman. <laughs> and I'm only going to be looking at Jason Herzog. <laughs> no, man, we fucking we fuck with Jason Herzog on this podcast. Yeah, on, Coach Gordon no loves Jason. Jason. Jason Herzog is our number one fan. Jason Herzog, shout out. We're, we're about to drop some hot memes. We're going to tag you, my guy. You... It's, Jason Herzog, Jason we, we need to see the footwork again. We we love Absolutely. memeing him. He's a good Absolutely. he's a good guy to meme, and he can take it. He loves the exactly. memes. He's a good guy, good sport. Loves a good meme or two. End quote. Yep. And um, personally, I think he's starting to uh, overtake Herb Dean with those big fights and uh, good decisions. Jason Herzog is the boy. He's the man. He's the fleet of foot. Anyway, brains of the operation. All of this fight news aside, we have the fight of all fights announced. This is the people's main event for that card. The people's main event. You take it away, man. The the people's main event. You really can't think of it. Michael Chandler? Michael Chandler versus Justin Gaethje. Chandler and Gage G. This that's, is about to fucking be one. That's the people's main event, and I'm pissed it's not this, a five-rounder. This is one. Listen, Justin Gage G and Michael Chandler, like, I... There's, like, a scale. You're, I'm about to make you privy on something right now. There's a scale of, like, white men that black people hold. They're, like, black people have. And, like, Steven Wonderboy Thompson, like Justin Gaethje and Michael Chandler are all in like that top tier of that fucking scale. Like those are all the like prime white boys that like wear lettermans and like you want your daughter to bring home. Oh, Michael like, Chandler has a black son. Those are right? Like it, like like that's <laughs> not even kind of a joke. He has a that's, black son. Anyone adopted. that's listening, that's not even kind of a joke. Michael this- Chandler the fuck like he's the, actually one of my favorite people just for that he literally adopted a black son and he's, he's so, not fucking he's he's not trying to like white bread him and like you know like don't worry do that like that dave Chappelle skit where he believes he's in kkk like he's not trying to do that he's actually like no my son i know i'm white but you're black and he's like really trying to fucking teach him black history and shit i appreciate that michael chandler is one of the top fucking 10 human beings in this world right and I want my daughter to bring him home. And I don't even have one. I don't want my daughter to bring him home. Because when my <laughs> daughter's old enough to date, my daughter's not bringing home a 55-year-old man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm drawing the line there. <laughs> I just want her to find someone named Michael Chandler. <laughs> a younger Michael Chandler. I want her to date Michael Chandler's black son. <laughs> <laughs> Because you know that boy's raised right. He's raised with the value. 
he's raised with respect. He's raised with a fighting spirit. He's that, raised. That, that he's raised by Michael Chandler. Exactly. A top ten man on the planet. You wouldn't even have to ask me. Just I would look, look at Michael Chandler, look at him, and be like, "Yeah, I'm sure that guy knows a solid double leg and he can throw a football." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just looking at him, I know he can throw a football, but he was too small to make the NFL. That's <laughs> that's what I think. He yeah, had he a just, real shot, but he was and too he's short. just mad, and he just fights now. He was way too short, and they said, "You know he, what? Football, you can't be a quarterback. We're going to teach you wrestling." And he's been perpetually fighting for his NFL shot ever since. <laughs> <laughs> this fight is to put the NFL on notice. Justin this, Gaethje, is, this, is, this is his tryout for the NFL. This is a huge fight. Going to be electric. Uh, I, we might talk about the fight a little bit. Michael Chandler, heavy hands, wrestle, uh, wrestling base, really good. Justin Gaethje. I can say the same thing about I can exactly. say the exact same thing. I, I, I was going to actually, now that I think about it, I was going to say the exact same thing flipped. Like, Justin, he can wrestle and knock you out, but like, uh, yeah. What, what the main difference, so you have to think Justin Gaethje has heavier hands and you have to think Michael Chandler has the better, better. MMA wrestling advantage. Mm-hmm. Um, he's more technical for sure, too, Michael Chandler. Mm-hmm. Um I don't even think Michael Chandler is that technical. That guy fucking just throws. He's he's just a smart fighter. I think he's a smarter fighter, whereas Gaethje... I don't think Gaethje has a fucking game plan when he fights. Yeah, I, I feel like Michael Chandler yeah. does. That's the main difference, in my opinion. Yeah, Gaethje, he tries to, you know, I don't think I just go in there off instinct. Whereas Michael Chandler, he goes in there, you know, a solid game plan. I guess like you were saying, he knows what he's going to execute. He gets fucking to it. And he sees his path to victory. Whereas Gaethje, he's one of them, I just feel it type guys. Yeah, and both of these guys, I think, have weak chins. Justin Gaethje has a better chin, in my opinion. But I've seen Justin Justin Gaethje can get knocked out and still fight after. That's Oh. That's the thing. I've seen that guy get rocked and just zombie. Just zombie mode, but with offense. So, it's going to be probably fight of the year if it's not quick. It's going to be fucking huge. That's what I do know. It, fight of the year if it's not in the end in the first round. That's my opinion. And that's where I'm going to leave it. Next piece of news. I'll let you uh, get into this next piece of news here. Uh, actually, one more fight to announce. Uh, just got announced. If you remember a couple episodes ago, we had uh, Luke Rockhold make a pretty fucking bold statement. And he said, you guys better give me a personality, give me a big name, give me someone worth fighting, or fuck off, I'm out of here. And they gave him Sean Strickland. The man that literally just pieced up Uriah Hall for five rounds. Yeah, I am not even going to lie. I stopped watching the fight after the third round. Because I knew um, what was going to happen. Exactly. <laughs> it, 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 that, that wasn't a bad call. Uh, I kept watching because I honestly wanted Uriah Hall to win on that one. And I was, I, I just kept hope alive for 10 more minutes. 
I, I was really just hoping for 10 more minutes he was going to get started. You were poking him with the stick, and he's saying, please do something. Pretty much. Come on, do anything. Dude, literally, his corner was like, man, please. Like, come on, please, throw the you. leg kick. I've told you this before. Uriah Hall is boring. Man, he's boring, like, come man. On. He's boring. The, he's the, was the never gonna be. He was never gonna beat Sean Strickland, in my opinion. With the Uriah way Sean Hall Strickland fights, is also a gatekeeper. Uriah Hall is a gatekeeper. Uriah Hall and yeah, he's he, he's a top ten gatekeeper. He definitely. At this is. point, I don't know if he beats Weidman. If Weidman doesn't break his leg, right? Like when when you, I liked in that. Uh, uh, that um, that promo where he tried to, you know, he was like, "Yeah, I broke his leg." That that's something I do every now and then. He like tried to brush it off. Like totally meant to do that. Oh well. No, that no, guy. Man. That guy was meant to broke his leg. Yeah. Break his. It leg. was a fucking freak accident, and you happened to get the W. And obviously, you did not fucking deserve that W because you literally got you fucking died your next fight. Like, All I know is that it's slowly approaching that Uriah Hall's leg is going to break. <laughs> slowly approaching and I have no idea when it's due, when it's going to happen. Right? But, but curse, I curse know it's going to happen. Leg. And in order kick, for this curse leg. to go on, Uriah Hall is going to have to fight a young fighter. Oh. Cuz I can't have Uriah Hall fighting Anthony Smith who or not Anthony Smith. They're in different weight classes, but like, who's in that division? That you know, I don't want to see him fight somebody. I I kind of don't want to see this curse broken because I want it to go on, but I don't want that to happen to anybody else. But just to have that curse floating around out there, yeah. like I want to see that curse somehow make its way through the fucking ringer and somehow make its way to the flyweight division. Like I want exactly. you know just, what I mean? I just want it to be alive. I just want this curse to be alive. Just so that it's something among MMA fans that we all have, you know? This curse like, is oh, real. This this dude's going to break his fucking leg next. Just wait. Just you wait. Just <laughs> wait. And when we all just know who the fuck is about to break their leg, and then one day someone just fucking retires. Someone breaks their leg on him, and he's just like, you know what? This is, I'm done. Do we I'm have a- two active curses, though? I don't Does, think so. Is Dustin Poirier now carrying the curse as well? Oh, maybe. Well, I don't think so because it wasn't his leg kick. Right. So in order for this, this specific curse is a leg kick You need kick to break to the your own leg on someone. Off someone's shin. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. I like it. So this curse... Um, I want to see it make its way to the flyweight division. Like, I want to see this thing just destroy, not lives, but, like, uh, it's kind of fucked up. I don't want to see yeah, anybody I have their leg broken, but <laughs> it's fun. It's fun. Um, if we are going to see the curse extended, it would be with this co-main event. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, Jose Aldo. Uh, yes. I, I don't want to see that happen, but it might if it's going to. Just going to sprinkle that out there. Um, you think this is a possible leg-breaking fight? 
Yeah, but like now I'm just wishing broken legs on like one person every card, and I don't want to do that. <laughs> it's gonna happen on somebody. It's somebody every card. Their I'm legs. just like one guy. Like you need to break your fucking leg. What? Yeah. But um, it has to happen. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Last piece of news before we get into uh, the, the the tough uh, thing. Probably wrap up. But um, I was Amanda Nunes. Fucking huge. Devastating. I don't like this. I wanted to watch Amanda Nunes just fucking work. Uh, I wanted to watch Amanda Nunes do her thing. Exactly. When Amanda Nunes goes to work, it's fucking fun. It's uh, that would have been a guaranteed finish on the card. Obviously. Like you're it's that was like the Sean O'Malley, Chris Mutinos, like every off fight the top of him. my head, I can't even think of who she's fighting. No. That's I, how. I, that's I, the I, effect of a man. I know a lot, a I lot about, about MMA, and like I just don't want to right now because I'm going to be wrong. Off the top of my head, I have no idea who she's fighting. Like I would have to think. Anyone's name beside Amanda Nunes is like Amanda Nunes versus like victim. Like it's literally, what it is. It just comes down to, you know, who. Who's gonna, who's gonna take a loss next? That's for, what it for is. Amanda Nunes to get beat. She is either gonna have to, she's gonna hold the title till she's way out of her prime. Juliana just, Pena, that's it. Oh right, um, right. Yeah, she's the, gonna the, uh, the the underdog. Right, that's it. <laughs> Juliana <laughs> underdog person. Pena. <laughs> but um, yeah, Nunes, she's gonna hold that title until the next generation of female fighters that are just bigger, faster, stronger come out and. She just no, can't she's keep up retire. anymore. She's going to retire yeah, she, before she, she loses. She's going to retire champion, or we are going to have a fucking trainee come in and knock her fucking shit out. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to have a man. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to have a trainee because you can't do that anymore. And a, 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 a woman, a, someone that identifies as a woman, is going to come and she's going to, it is going to fucking uppercut her fucking head off. We're going to get in trouble if the wrong person listens to this podcast. But I agree. (laughs) 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 We're going to get in trouble if the wrong person gets their hands on this. This might be our last episode. (laughs) I am all... No, I'm all for the trans fans. No, you can be trans. Just not in sports. I'm a sports fan. I'm a big sports fan. This is the spot where, no, you can't do that shit. This is not the place to be, oh, political and, oh, well, this is what you feel like, so we'll do that. Like, no, sorry, ma'am, you have testosterone flowing through you right now. You're going to fucking just kick her fucking head in. But like, of, of any sport, this is the worst sport for integration. Okay, we're not getting canceled. I'm pretty comfortable with it. Would, <laughs> what would you rather see? Um... A transgender man, sorry, a transgender woman, woman, fight a woman, or I th- actually think it's the same thing, or a woman, a transgender man fighting men. I think it's the same thing, actually. Yeah, it, it, it's essentially, it. it's it's exactly <laughs> the same thing. But it's the um, same thing. The only thing I would say is, I guess I would ra- rather a transgender man. Like someone that transitioned to a man, fight a man, 
because because then it's man versus man. Y- no, that's bad. No. Actually, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I would say no. Even based on what I just said, no, it's not man versus man. But usually, like any any girl that I know that has like gotten to play with the boys because she's so good. She she does that at the lowest level now. Like they're not putting her against fucking Kobe and shit, right? Like she starts at the fucking lowest level and then works her way up. True. So right, so it would be fucking like Chris Mutino versus Amanda Nunes. And Chris Mutino I, versus a transgender man. I'd love to see that. Chris, Chris Mutino versus Amanda Nunes. I might take Amanda Nunes. I will take Amanda Nunes. Yeah, I won't even yes, think no. about it. Yeah, actually, no. Straight the fuck up, bro. I will I take Amanda. Die. I watched you die for 14 and a half minutes. I have not watched her die for even one. You know what's wilder? I think the fight would be faster if it was Amanda Nunes. Absolutely. <laughs> I feel like she would put him out. She would put him the fight, or at least take him down and like finish him. Amanda she Nunes would, has to hit harder than Sean She would Valley. finish him. But... If you have like Sean O'Malley move down and go fight like Shevchenko, you're gonna fucking dummier. <laughs> just I think just, just off the sheer power. Just sheer power, when, but what if Shevchenko takes him down and holds him there? Yeah, if if she gives him the fucking business and out techniques him, then like it, it, it could go different on the ground. But uh, standing up, he's just got the reach and just testosterone. I think I hate Sean O'Malley. Ooh, with I his think, fucking his fadeaway. I think I hate. I think I hate loving him. Yeah, you hate Sean O'Malley with the fadeaway, huh? I hate Sean O'Malley. Coming fadeaway O'Malley. I hate him with everything. Anyways, getting off the news, I think we covered all the news. Just wanted to uh, go over this week in tough, super quick, because we are in the semis now. Uh, last week we had seven first semis, bantamweight, Ricky Tercios winner against I don't know who the fuck because he obviously wasn't good enough if he lost. But this past week we had uh, my middleweight pick, Brian Battle versus Andre Petrosky, uh, team Ortega's first pick. Um, it, 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 was, it was a little bit of a war. Uh, we they went all three rounds. Uh, Petrosky, uh, Battle almost got the finish in the first round. But uh, Petrosky kind of bitched out. He uh, said there was a, a, a controversial call, which there was not. And I think he was just trying to buy some time so that he could uh, get a little bit of a rest. But either way, battle came out on top. He'll be moving on. Uh, and Petrosky is chilling. And Love gets that. trained. Yeah. How Love do you like that. this? Uh, uh, I was talking to uh, some of my buddies. And we were, we were talking about like the new... Uh, this new, I guess, what am I, what's the word I'm looking for? The, the new, I guess, preface of the Ultimate Fighter. Whereas, you know, in the earlier seasons when guys got beat, they had to leave the house. Yes. Like, what do you think? What do you think about now? Like now, even when guys lose, they, they can still, get to still stay and train. And, yeah, they can still work on their game and get better Dude, as fighters. Even guys who who lose, you still see them fighting on those on that card. Like exactly, big like, time. And got even guys who don't win tough get UFC contracts now. All the time, Stefan Bonner, every all the time. Guy, guys that have made it. That one was deserved. Like Chris and Chris Lytle. Oh yeah, that was no, that was Stefan Bonner versus Forrest Griffin. There wasn't a winner in that fight. 
actually, yeah, that's because they had to choose somebody. Actually, there was a winner. There was two. <laughs> there was no loser in that fight. It's, yeah, actually, a better yeah. Way to... that was a that was a fucking war. That's like what started the fucking you know. Yeah, and like, but like even the last, the one that I can remember is like Brad Katona was in like so many people like Luis Pena didn't win exactly and well I don't even want to bring up I shouldn't have spoke his name into existence but <laughs> that's like the most recent example gotta look out for my girlfriend like, someone yeah. might come punch her in the face yeah literally I'm I summoned him he's crawling <laughs> out of the sewer up the street like Pennywise like <laughs> But except he calls over your girl, not kid. Want to come down here? I got brand new phones. <laughs> I, got, <laughs> I got new phones and they float. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. What a shitty guy. Fuck it. Um, but yeah, to answer your question, I want Ultimate Fighter to be like, if you lose, you're done. Mm-hmm. If somebody gets injured, may, then who you're most impressed with should fill in if that person gets injured. Or even just give that person a win. Whoever the person uh, who got injured was supposed to fight. I like that. Like real gauntlet type shit. Like if yeah, you're exactly. injured, you move. If, if you're the winner and your opponent... So if you're fighting and your opponent gets injured, you move on. Your opponent's out. Like yeah, that's how it should be. Some real fucking grand prix, some real grand prix shit. Yeah, that's how that's how it needs to be. And I, I I'm Sorry, all for giving. Speaking of grand prix, Michael Venom Page has his rematch against the only man that has ever knocked him out. Yeah, and that's gonna be the same. And, and that's on Bellator. No, it's fucking not. But you can continue. <laughs> Michael Venom Page is losing that fight. No, he's not. Diego Lima is going to kick his ass. Lima fucking got him on a lucky shot. He was Diego Lima feet. is actually good, and he fights yeah. good opponents. No, and I... Oh, that's, <laughs> no, that's what you're trying to fucking say. Listen, Diego Lima was getting... Michael Venom Page is Sean O'Malley. He happened to get caught. Now, Michael... I know, he, listen, Diego Lima is going to put him on the map because what he's going to do is he's going to fight a little bit smarter. Now he got the slice of fucking... Kevin does Michael Holland, Venom Page fight smart, or does he just he, fight cool? He's going to now. Listen, now that, he's going to listen for the first that, time that, ever. That, that, that anime spinning kick is still viral. Okay, like <laughs> everything he does is viral, even when he gets knocked out. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> he's that good. That's what that means. No. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> Michael Venom Page versus Sean O'Malley. I think Sean O'Malley wins. That would actually be fucking. That would be good. I would want. I would pay to see that. that MVP actually, and Sean O'Malley. That would be so exciting. I'm thinking about that it. would be that would be exciting. There'd be so much spins and jumps and some if people not even hitting anything. Yeah, yeah people not they, even close to each other. If that there was ever a crossover fight, that would be my pick for a crossover. Bellator versus be Bellator UFC dirty. crossover. That would be my pick. Um, that's way better news than 
than uh, what we were just talking about. Yeah. Because <laughs> what I was just talking about, I don't even fucking remember. So we'll leave it at that. Um, was there any other, any kind of, any other news um, at all that we should hit on before we uh, wrap this up? I don't think so. I don't got anything else written down. We'll save it for our post fight. We'll save it all for the post fight. So, like we said, what's going to happen is Sunday, you're going to get a Sunday night, most likely. You're going Sunday night or Monday morning. You're going to get um, a post fight kind of analysis. We're going to we're going to pick each other's brains over what we just watched. Hopefully, it's their good things. Um, I think they will be. This is a sick card. But we're going to talk about the fights that happened. And then, like D said at the start, um, we're going to put out another episode later in the week of kind of news and stuff. And and that'll just be kind of where we just talk about more miscellaneous shit. We're going to keep the post-fight kind of to post-fight. Like, we're going to talk about the fights, mix in a couple good jokes, but... But that's what that's what you're gonna get on Sunday. Um, still gonna be Couch Cornerman, just two episodes a week, and it's gonna be fun. Coming at you twice as twice as good now. Cut, yeah, coming at you twice as good, twice as hard, Woo! twice as funny. Oh my god, should we make that a thing? That's twice a t-shirt. Twice as hard. That's a t-shirt. It's, nah, man, it's it's like when they do like the the sequels. It's like Team America. Too. twice as hard twice as fun harder better faster stronger <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> team america too harder faster harder faster better stronger or <laughs> fuck all right let's uh let's leave it at that um fuck let me pull up this intro motherfucker outro fuck it you guys know the deal thanks for listening um this is uh couch quarterman i'm dave that's d and we're fucking out of here peace all